What's another fast food restaurant that's like universally loved that you hate? Um, I can think of one, but you go. I'm first. gonna be I'm gonna be dead ass with this, and I'm yeah. I'm gonna get canceled. It's McDonald's. <laughs> I'm confused. Really? This episode of the comment section is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. Since the dawn of bread, we've known the truth. Sliced is better. That's why new Captain Morgan Sliced went all in on four bold, deliciously sliced cocktail style flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit captainmorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co. Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Ignore the unschooled skeptics. In terms of career, accounting is the way to go. We're talking flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. If this sounds like what you're into, Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more, live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the comment section show starring me, your favorite, and everyone's tired of me. We already know that. We do that joke every episode and it never gets old. On to the wonderful, amazing guests. Today I have the one, the only, the living legend and icon, Miss Delta Work. Thank you. Whoop, whoop. We do that sometimes, like oh, whenever nice. I try to like energy up, yeah, I have to like do that to get <laughs> myself energy, and I think I'm just faking it because I have the same level of energy, like, I feel you. which is none. Same, yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I'm a grown man, but you're a living legend. I'm a, Thank you I'm so a, much for coming on the show. I'm not a grown man. I'm like I, I think I'm an I'm like an adolescent in my brain. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? I'm a grown man enough for both of us. Yeah, I can do it for us. I'll take it. <laughs> I, I need the help. I'm so happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. I love everything that you do. Oh, I think thank it's you so, so much. necessary what you're doing. I think that you give people uh, that that don't have the nerve to speak up for themselves. Mm-hmm. Somebody that's going to do it and yeah. say, look, it's okay. What's going to happen the next day if you do speak up for yourself? Period. You know what I mean? Rent's going to be the same price. <laughs> right? Yeah. Gas is going to be $800 a gallon. Still going to hate Just your job. speak up for yourself. Might pick a well. hill, die on it. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Anyone. Anyone. Anything. One. Just say something. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And likewise, I think Thanks. I am such a huge fan of drag just as an art form. But obviously drag race. And I know I watched your season. Which I'm, I sorry. Love. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. Many legends, including yourself in all seasons of drag race, but especially yours. So Thanks. I'm honored to have you here. Uh, it's funny because I've had lots of queens on my show. Um, and every time someone's like, you know, you're really like whenever I post uh, promos with other queens, too, uh, I get comments that are like, you know, you're like really making it or funny if drag artists love you. Oh, and I was I like, think, period, that's so cool. bitch. That's, <laughs> that's so the cool. highest compliment to me. I love that. That I have uh, support from people like you. So I love that. thank you so much for being Would here. Would you ever do um, one of those um, like they used to have drag race that have like the drag you or drag whatever? Hell yeah. You know what I I'll mean? I'll do anything. Anything that you guys want. I mean, you already I'm have there. the look, like the boots. Come Period. on. Like, Period. you're ready I'm to go. I'm tall. Yeah. Gorgeous. I'm, oh, thank you. Young. I'm perfect. Hilarious. Hilarious. Perfect. Humble. The most glamorous. Yeah. Is that funny when people are like, no, but I'm humble. <laughs> I've heard people say it. They're like, yeah. I'm, I'm a really humble person. I'm like, 
you can't say that. Yeah. And also, well, to, we can. We can. Because I am humble. Right. At the end of the day, I am humble. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think. And giving. I, and giving and so selfless. Right. And so And smart. I don't even look in the mirror ever. Like, ever. I'm not about that. I don't have mirrors in my What house. is the mirror? I don't even know. Right. I couldn't even cover them. If, like, if someone died, I wouldn't even be able to cover them. <laughs> I I'm have like none. a vampire. Can't right. see me. The I world is a vampire. And it's sent to drain. <laughs> So how long would you say you've been doing drag full time? Uh, I would say like like 2000. Really? Full time as an like as my employment. Yeah. Probably two, well probably even before that. I would say just before the turn of the century. Can you imagine saying that? <laughs> the turn of the century. <laughs> But literally, I, I fact because I can remember we would shop in the Santee Alley, and there oh, was yeah. a time when everything was Y two K related, <laughs> and there used to be clear high heels that said Y two K on them, and I was like, <laughs> I have to have these for New Year's Eve. They're going to be the ones. Yeah. And everyone was like, What are you going to do after? I'm like, The world's supposed to explode. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I wasn't. I don't planning care on being about here. after. Like, <laughs> I haven't paid any of my bills. No, like, I'm just so, yeah. fully. I'm full sending it. To yeah, the end I of would the world. say. I would say. Yeah. Not, like 99. A long okay. time. You, when were you born? Ni- 2014? I was born, <laughs> I was born 95. Jesus yeah. H. <laughs> I'm going to be 28 this year. Wow. Girl. And what are you, 29? Uh, Just about. Well, I, I should I should be honest. I'm 31. I should be very honest. Listen. Yeah, I'm 31. It's okay. Life gets better <laughs> in your 30s, I've heard. I hope. I wouldn't I know. Hope. I wouldn't know. I'm so far away. You are far away. <laughs> You're just a baby. I'm just a baby. I'm just a teenage girl at the end of the day. <laughs> I'm a teenage girl as well. <laughs> well, you know, it's all the same. <laughs> what uh, drew you to drag as an art form? You know, I think it was probably sort of a vessel in a way mm-hmm. to navigating the queer world. Yeah. I think the queer world, even this far into what we're 2023, yeah. uh, I think... It's still so looks based. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I mean, it's all about appearance. There's a term that that comes around. We don't hear very much, but I use it a lot. Sort of the preference gaze that are like, oh, yeah. I don't like this, this, or this. It's just a preference. <laughs> it's just a preference. <laughs> I only like, and I only date people who look exactly like me. It's like, well, then, then you, why don't you just fuck yourself then? Like, I don't. I'm confused. Go somewhere else right. and do it. And so for me, you know, uh, a Chicano. Mm-hmm. kid growing up in you know the 562 yep. um fat mm-hmm. and thinking how do i fit into this realm because i wasn't born to blend in but stand out period right mm-hmm. i can stand out this way i can I just do that. do really really good at this and understanding what drag was and you know all these years later we realize that people say like all drag is valid. And I'm like, it's all valid, but it's not all good. Yeah, I've seen other queens I'm say with that. you. It's valid. I'm not going to take it away from you. Because maybe mine's not good in the mind of other people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was, I grew up in, in the 90s drag, seeing that, thinking, and I know I still carry those elements with me. Mm-hmm. So I think that was part of it, but I didn't realize that until I look back at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hindsight's twenty twenty For sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I love it. I, I, I don't... I, I like to say I don't see myself doing anything else, but I feel like because of the pandemic, we all had to learn how to do something else. Yeah. Outside right? of like yeah. public performance and stuff. Yeah. Would you say, is it like shocking to see how, well, I'll, I'll use like a parallel to like 
because me, I'm just like an influencer, which is such an icky word. But like, you know, there are many kids nowadays who look at like the culture of influencing and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't want to go to college. I don't want to do this. I want to be an influencer, mm-hmm. which is such a strange dichotomy now looking back like because when I was a kid obviously like I didn't strive to that because that didn't exist when I was a child so like for you would you say that it's strange to see that kind of on the drag world side of things because there are many people now since drag is so prominent in culture now for the public to see it's always been around which I tell people all the time it's a long-standing art form it has been around for a very long time Mm -hmm. it's just now becoming like mainstream where people are aware and now you see people who are like really pursuing drag as like a career um, who may may or may not have been as well versed in the culture? Like, is that strange to see? Is it is it refreshing? I think it's exciting. Yeah. I mean, I definitely do feel like when I saw that starting to happen was during the pandemic because mm-hmm. I can remember the day of lockdown. I was with a friend. We used to go to this. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with like El Torito or Acapulco. I love El right? Torito. Are you so kidding? They used to have the lunch buffet. Yeah. Where you make your own tacos. Absolutely. Right? And I remember we went and we like got there and there was a sign that was like closed uh, for whatever. It just said like closed indefinitely or temporary. Whatever the word was, we were like, why is this happening? Yeah. And so we immediately went into lockdown and we were scrambling to like get toilet paper and do this and do that. And then I realized, how am I going to make my money? Yeah. How do I do this? And a few of us were like, just turn your phone on and go live, like do something. And then we realized like, if you just put a backdrop up, if you just honed down to just a couple of topics maybe Um, and then maybe you can do a drag but then that's when we realize sort of the and this is uh, maybe a flex so be it I have no (laughs) muscle so if I can flex in this way I will the cream rises to the top absolutely if you are able to sell in a camera for Mm -hmm. a second to someone and they're captivated by something or they're compelled by something yeah absolutely you can then parlay the drag that you do visually like all the way just down into that so like i remember thinking i'm gonna do um a one one person show so i called my one person show the big black dress because (laughs) if you can go anywhere in a little black dress you can go everywhere in a big one oh period and so i would just do dialogues that went one to another to another to another yeah and i would just switch out switch out accessories that told who that character was yeah so in that i realized wow like i could do maybe better than when I was not. But of course, people were super generous during the pandemic. So I think there was people that had like money that were like, I'm going to tip you a hundred bucks or I'm going to tip you whatever. Um, And people needed um, some kind of outlet to to watch, like something positive, some some kind of escape where they could like enjoy themselves. Yeah, I feel like that is where I learned that I could parlay it into something. Yeah. And then now when I watch Drag Race, like for instance... um, there's the two the two dolls that kind of got a lot of heat. Uh, Sugar and Spice. Sugar and they Spice. They got a lot of heat. Yeah. And I thought, why are they getting so much heat? Mm. Because this is drag now. This yeah. is what's happening. If you can, um, you know, would you want corporate sponsorship or something like that? People yeah. need to know, what is your digital footprint? Yep. How do we know you? Who's your going to see this? Mm-hmm. And those dolls people know who they are now people are like well they don't perform in the club maybe they don't need to maybe they don't want to yeah maybe texaco or whatever company it is (laughs) doesn't need that they need people who can get in that little tiny square 
and fucking make it happen. Absolutely. And I love it. Yeah. I love it for them. It's such like I want it for me. <laughs> I feel like it's like an extension too. Yeah. Like it's just it's it's another branch that's I like a different so. kind of drag, which I think people aren't used to. So I'm sure that's why people were like I don't know how to feel about this. Well, and I think <laughs> yeah. a platform like yours too yeah. really, really lifts uh, drag because mm-hmm. there are people that uh, there's obviously there's always going to be people that don't like it, and, yeah. that, and I get it. Yeah, and then there's going to be people that just don't understand. Yeah, and they need their hand held. Yeah, and so when they watch you interact and they realize, oh, so nothing negative happens. Yeah. Oh, so you were still allowed to go, uh, I don't know, cast your ballot how you wanted to cast your ballot. Yeah. You you left here unmaimed, yeah. like unharmed. Yeah, unharmed. Wow, so you mean everyone's not out to like kill me? Yeah. Everyone in a wig is not trying to hurt me? I'll they, tell you what, you know? I, I'm, I'm, drag queens, I worship, I do not fear. I wish I could be. That talented. That's how I see drag. But you lift you lift the drag and it makes a big difference. It really is something that not a lot of people do. And you put your neck on the line yeah. as an ally. Thank you, you really do. So thank I appreciate you for that. that. Well, thank you for your art form. I think I admire drag so much because I feel like it embodies everything that I love about entertainment, which is just like it's the pageantry of it, talent, right? Being funny, like yeah. being so unabashedly yourself as a character but then also that's like really who you are i just find that just absolutely amazing i love that you say that (laughs) because i do know quite a few uh drag i I guess everybody enters or or conducts themselves in drag differently for me i do feel like it just gives me carte blanche to say some of the things that i would have said anyway but maybe (laughs) i feel like i have my armor on yeah yeah absolutely Um, and so i think because of that that's I feel like I'm the same person in or out of it. Yeah. But I know there are people that believe that they've like cultivated a character. And so maybe mm-hmm. they go into that. Yeah. And that is an even maybe bigger shell in a way. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm yeah. saying the words right. But yeah. No, that yeah. makes sense. It's like it's sometimes it's an extension of themselves. Sometimes it, it, it is who they are. It's mm-hmm. just like in a in a prettier outfit. Yeah. It just depends, I think. I think so. But I'm such a big fan. So I'm honored to have you. Someone I'm was like, this is just here. Drew and every famous drag queen ever. It's so and I was fun. like, I'm cool with that. I you love guys it. can use my show forever. I love it. I'm okay with that. Hey. <laughs> so speaking of drag as an art form, today mm-hmm. our topic, what we're gonna talk about, is how well, obviously how drag is art, but also how it's influenced so much culture that is popular today that people don't even realize Mm -hmm. which is why when they say like you know oh it's just they they try to pigeonhole what drag is Mm -hmm. and it's ignorant people who are bigots and unemployed probably people who demonize it are people Mm -hmm. who don't understand it and don't care to obviously but they don't realize like how (laughs) influential it is on on all aspects of culture like right everything that falls under the umbrella of art like so music tv jokes your vernacular like a lot of that can be traced back to drag culture for sure which is crazy to think about that some people don't know that yeah (laughs) and i think even further than that i mean i think uh you know there's a lot of uh phrases like you said the vernacular or um Small words that drag queens use mm-hmm. or drag entertainers use uh, in camaraderie mm-hmm. or in what you would be like sort of locker room talk 
I mean, have all in themselves been appropriated from black women. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, and black that's, culture. Yeah, for sure. Drag. And that's uh, a space that I think a lot of people then don't want to talk about because mm-hmm. it's like, well, you know, uh, but but when and how and, and, and it's just like, why not just acknowledge it? Just acknowledge yeah, it. That's OK. Just it's, it's OK to say the truth. Like, yeah. It's not. Uh, in fact, it's better that you say that. It's yeah. better that we know that. Yes. Like this. This is truly like for myself. I consider myself uh, because when I was coming up in drag, the, the term was like, are you a celebrity impersonator? Are you a female impersonator? Are you a camp queen? Like, what oh, are yeah. you? And I was like, I love the idea of female impersonation. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, because it is it's drag, like it yeah. has to be, you know, I could just put on a T-shirt and like very little makeup, just try to cover up my beard and like. Yeah. But people when they come to a show like they don't want to see you look like the person that's sitting in the front row Mm -hmm. it needs to be a little bit more yeah but or a lot more that's where the pageantry of it comes into play and so you kind of try to strike that balance of like well who are you inspired by like what what do you what do you remind people of like i have people all the time that are like um you know they'll, they'll pay a compliment and they'll say you remind me so much of my aunt or you remind me of my mom. And that's the highest form of compliment, even though they'll giggle after because I think they think you're probably going to perceive this as like a little bit fucked up. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Your mom, your aunt, your Nina, like whoever, like those are the people that you go to for comfort. Yeah. And so they'll say, oh, you wear such heavy perfume. It reminds me of them. Yeah. I love it. I love that feeling. I When I grew up, my aunt... Uh, had her own beauty salon and that was back when people used to get acrylic before dip and everything else (laughs) and i remember i would go sit there i would sweep and and they would have their conversations and that was inspiring to me just because i loved that camaraderie and i love the fact that like some people were way too overdone (laughs) and some people just came in for a little trim and they were simple like there's it's it's interesting um i went to beauty school in the 90s uh before i that was like right before I started to get into drag. Oh, love! And we just we used to talk about in class like hairstyles for women. Yeah. And when those things began to change, when women stopped going into the salon, oh, and it was the I- yeah, and the idea was that women had to start providing. Yeah. Because they were being able to speak up for themselves and say, I don't need to be in that relationship. I don't owe you that relationship. Yep. I owe me this. Re- I owe me my relationship with me. Mm-hmm. And if I have kids, then I have kids. And if I don't, I don't. But that's not your fucking decision. Yeah. And it's not for you. That doesn't make me more qualified. And to so, be a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so women were like saying, well, OK, but I do want to dye my hair. I just can't make it to a salon. Yeah. And you start doing these things at home. Dang. So they started like more at home kits were being sold in the oh, 80s. Cool. So interesting to think about how that yeah. works and how it's evolved. Like, and how I totally didn't answer your question and went like <laughs> off on a tangent, which I always do. It's okay. I love I'm it. Sorry. I love a tangent, girl. I'm a mess. I literally, I think I don't have, I don't think there's anything in my brain but like fumes from perfume. <laughs> I mean that. I, you know what? I think your brain is beautiful. Peace. And I love, I love a good tangent. Sometimes I'll talk. Like, I'll tell my boyfriend, I'm like, oh, my God, the craziest thing happened to me today. And then I start the story and then I go a million different directions. Yeah. Yeah. And then I go, anyways, yeah. And I don't even finish my original. At all. He's so used to it now that he goes, what were you originally trying to tell me? I'm like, oh, yeah, um, 
I picked up some oranges at the store. Yeah. That was the whole point. Yeah. But, that's I, the whole but point. I was talking for 45 minutes. Do you eat out a lot at all? Like, do you Girl, go all the time? Yeah. I'm do you have so... a hard time narrowing down, like, where you want to eat and why? Yeah. You know, it's bad. You know, you eat out a lot too when you're like, we had that yesterday. Oh my God. <laughs> completely. I'm a DoorDash connoisseur. I've had to assign days for certain restaurants <laughs> yeah. just so that, like, my partner doesn't get, like, angry. Like, he doesn't get angry, but, <laughs> like, there's a Mexican restaurant we love to go to. And yeah. It's called Taco Rico, and it's right up the street from us. You know it's going to be good when the chips are in a wooden bowl. Period. The, um, the salsa is going to be in, like, a plastic mojajete, mm-hmm. right? This is how it's presented. You order up front, but then they bring it to you. Yep. And there's always going to be, for some reason, like French pictures on the walls of like little boys with a lamb. And I'm like, why is that there? I'm not. I'm Vibes. Ambiance. And that's the ambiance. Yeah. And so I'm always like, we have to go there at least on Sunday. And I like to go one other time, like a Thursday night. Nice. But if I don't get it on that Sunday, I'm like, I'm just. Whole day All the garden has to be at a certain time. I have to pace them out. Yeah, I feel you. I just do because then everybody's like, oh, we ate there. So? (laughs) I know. it's You know what sucks too is like, especially you know this because you've been in in the entertainment industry for a long time, but like there's like no point in grocery shopping sometimes because you're gone all the time. Mm -hmm. When I first moved into my new home, like I bought a whole bunch of groceries and I was like, oh, we'll be set for like at least a month. Girl, all that shit went bad. I had to throw it all in the trash. I know because then you leave and you're gone for three weeks and you're like, okay, oh, all my shit rotted. I love that. Uh Waste of money. Throw in the trash. Well, and I forget too like that – I forget to check dates on stuff when I buy it. I'm like, it's fr- they just put it out, so it must be fresh, right? <laughs> me too. But all that old shit is in the front. I know. My mom taught me to always pull from the back. Right. I mm-hmm. should be. I should be paying attention. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm no good. It's just pointless. It's it so is. pointless to shop. I'm like, uh, I'm just a teenage girl. I have to order food yeah. all the time. I don't like when people are like, "Where do you want to eat?" I'm like, "Well, where do you want to go? Like, do you want burgers or do we want?" And then like my partner will say like, "Yeah, that sounds. I'm down for whatever. Like, we can go wherever." Yeah, but I don't want to go in. Or I do want to go sit down. I don't want to go to a drive-thru. I mean, he's like, well, I don't want to. It's just. I know. I hate when you, your um, significant other is like, I don't care. And then you're like, okay, what about this? I don't want that. Yeah. You just said you don't care. Right. So you're a liar. Right. That's what you're telling I me. I could tell that you're lying. So yeah. you're a liar. So right. you're a big liar. Fully lying me. to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday, that's like such a stupid example. But yesterday... Uh, we were or- we ordered food and my boyfriend was like, oh, let's get pickup sticks. Mind you, I've been like, I don't want pickup sticks. Like, I want something else. Uh-huh. And I've been fending off pickup sticks the last like 10 times he's asked me. Okay. And every time I'm like, no, I don't want that. And he's like, you never want to eat there. And I was yesterday I caved. I was like, OK, fine. I don't care. Just get uh-huh. it. So he got it. And then after we ate it and we were chill, we were just kind of hanging out. And then like an hour later, he goes, honestly, I'd be fine if I never ate there again for a while. And also, it's almost like, I wonder if someone else in this room suggested that we get something else because this food is not that great. I'm so, here's my <laughs> I thing. I love up. being right here's as a Virgo. Thing. Like, I gotta have, if I'm gonna have Chinese, mm-hmm. I have to have, like, the mom and pop place. That's that's exactly what you I said. I, I was like, the, I, I need them going like I want this the real to the stuff. styrofoam. <laughs> I need them, there's a place, actually, in, in Riverside <laughs> called Rising Savior. Ooh. Like, the Savior. Ooh. And they um, <laughs> put duct tape. to. Clo- I swear to you, <laughs> they put duct tape. And um, when I go to, Panda is funny. <laughs> I need Panda to calm down. Girl, when I eat Panda, I'm starving after. 
Every panda play is in a moose bouche, and I will hear nothing else. I will hear nothing else. But what I want to know is why Pickup Stick swears that they're having uh, a night in Shanghai. Like, calm down. It's not like enough, that enough. at all. They just cool it. I'm like the 15 year old boy who packed my yeah. lunch. Like he's never been to China. I need it's to okay. see the I need to see the chow mein coming out a little bit. Yeah, you know what that's I mean? why I'm busting at the seams. Come on, and they just don't do it like that. They don't. Panda Express is another one that I'm like, this is an appetizer it is. and nothing more. And they try to have this. Bur- have you heard they have the the uh, chicken sandwich? No, knock it off. <laughs> Knock it off. At Panda Express? They'll have, they, you can go to like four different locations. I think there's one out towards you. One near me is in Downey. And uh, they get the patty and then they just pour some sauce on it and put it in like a brioche bun. What? And the world has gone insane. Why, why can't you just have like regular <laughs> stuff? What? Yeah. Just one, it's like all plates and just one sandwich. And we let you get away with uh, cream cheese wontons. <laughs> yeah. As a like non-traditional item, yeah. and we're cool with it. But then that you're pushing it, knock it off. You've like, <laughs> That's a, I've had enough of that. You've lost it. I've You've had way lost too much it. Of that. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place we're always daydreaming about. Whether it's the snow-capped mountains, white sand beaches, a best friend's wedding, or even a hometown visit, we all have one. My happy place, personally, is my second home, which is in Hawaii. And everybody knows, because that's where I've been living, and I live there, and in California, and I love Hawaii, and I love traveling there. So, wherever your happy place is... Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price, so you never have to miss a trip. And did you know that when you bundle and save with Priceline, you can save up to 625 bucks when you book your flights and hotels together? We all know the feeling. A hundred open tabs across 50 different sites trying to find the best deal. Just use Priceline and simply book your entire trip in one place. They truly have deals you cannot find anywhere else. And everybody loves a good deal, girl. So make sure you get that value off of Priceline. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan Sliced. In fruit and life, there's no juice without the slice. It's what freed the pineapple from the rind and turned your old jeans into cute jorts. Introducing Captain Morgan Sliced, four cocktail-inspired, ready-to-drink flavors. Pineapple daiquiri, strawberry margarita, mango mai tai, and passion fruit hurricane. Visit CaptainMorgan.com to find Sliced near you. Does not contain real fruit or juice. Captain Morgan & Co., Plainfield, Illinois. Please drink responsibly. 21 plus only. What's another fast food restaurant that's like universally loved that you hate? Um, I can think of one, but you go. I'm first. gonna be I'm gonna be dead assed with this, and I'm yeah. I'm gonna get canceled. It's fine. McDonald's. <laughs> I'm confused. Really? The burger, the 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 the, the Big Mac in general mm. tastes like the bottom of a dumpster. Like you know when you <laughs> open a like dumpster outside of some place to throw stuff in, you're like, yeah, like food, like food trash. Like, yeah, it smells like that to me. Um, but it's because of the Thousand Island. I feel you. If I go to McDonald's, I order the the one with two cheeseburgers, mm. but I want them plain. I'm a chicken nuggy girl. See, what? why do they taste like the refrigerator? Tell me. Why do you like that? Probably because they came out of a refrigerator. And you like it. Yeah, girl, I'll eat it up. Out there. When they show me, when I said I like those, Drew, those you're grown. nugs. <laughs> when I say I like those nugs and they're like, did you know that they're made out of that pink sludge? I don't care. It, I kind of don't care either. I don't care, girl. No, I don't like people telling me what's... I know it's made My out of... My body's not a temple. It's a dumpster. No. Absolutely. That's what I'm... And I'm throwing trash in that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What's the... Um, people say, can you believe Taco Bell, the meat, they cut it with oatmeal. Good. I'm doing something good for myself then, finally. <laughs> You're getting my protein. Isn't that wonderful? My fiber. You should be happy for me. <laughs> Moving my bowels, yeah. as I should. Well, you know I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> 
I'll move regardless in that of what I mean. <laughs> I'll move in that soup plantation. I love soup plantation. I Bring her back. I know. They Resurrect said they're going to be opening one. They were going to open one in San Diego. Then it fell through. But I heard they're opening a Sweet Tomatoes, which is like the same company oh, in Phoenix. And if they do, I would love to see us rent a bus. Let's drive there. Sell just the two of us. Or we could sell tickets. Oh, yeah. Meet and yeah. greet. Two yep. soup plantation. I'm down. Every old person within a 50-mile radius and the two of us. I love it. <laughs> I love it. The older the better Girl. because I, I love old people and I Me love too. that I love I talk too loud anyway and they can hear it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Old people find me probably the same thing as you. They find me like I feel like they see me as like a jester. Really? Just like a clown. Like they love to hear me talk because I'm just so loud and I find you super elegant. Oh, thank really? you. That's my, my first my first description of you would be Elegant, smart. Thank uh, you so much. Uh, uh, definitely outspoken. Oh my god, are great, right? And so beautiful. You can fool people though, because like that's why you, <laughs> your hair is super elegant, your jewelry. Yeah, tasteful. that's what I'm saying. And then they come in, and you're like, Get you sit your ass down. <laughs> sit your ass, and you scare them. I love that. Yeah, girl, I'm all about misdirection. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. <laughs> oh, my fast food place that I hate that I okay. think is universally loved is Raising Cane. I can't. Why? I don't get her. Why is everything steamed in the box? <laughs> and people are like, oh, it's so good. I know. You can't take how good this is. No I'm one's like, going to really? gaslight me. They're not going to gaslight uh, me into, into liking that place. I'm and so they swear, sorry. The whole business is built on a sauce. <laughs> The whole and it's business. not even that good. It's not. It's Thousand Island. Shut I, up. I said, give me another sauce. Yeah. I hate that there's only one sauce. And then well, some people tried to gaslight me and tell me, oh, there's honey mustard. Well, there wasn't the first time I went because I asked and they said, we only have one. So I went and someone told me um, the first time I went, they were like, you know, you can get all fries if you don't want coleslaw. And I was like, no, I want to try it all like as it is. And then yeah. the next time. So then I got forced to go another time because I was with people. <laughs> at gunpoint. Like at gunpoint. Yeah. It was the only thing around. And I was in like a big like van of people. I'm like, it's fine. And you don't want to be that one person that's right. like, I hate that I was place. like, oh, no, I love it. You guys, it's cute. <laughs> like, I'm just going to get like a salad or like something fun. And we get there and I was like, everybody was screaming. This is, I hate this. But when when everybody in the drive-thru has to lean out the window and place their own order. Oh, girl. I want one person ordering. Yeah. And so they were made us do that. And I'm like, whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, can I, is there another side other than the coleslaw? Because the coleslaw. I mean, solo cup. <laughs> if right, that. If that. And so they said, well, you could get all fries or would you like an extra sauce? An extra sauce was in, the option in place of to your replace other... the side. <laughs> Are you you... <laughs> Don't piss me off. Come on. Don't piss me off. I'm... My my boyfriend loves raising canes and I don't. But he gets like double double toast. So double toast to tenders fries. I mean, I just It's Texas toast and we can all say it. Like if you could go to your nearest Sam's Club, Costco, yeah. Walmart, yeah. look up Texas toast, fry it. it. It's the same shit. Why can't, how come no one's come up with a styrofoam container that has holes in it already so the steam can come out? So does it make your fries soggy? There's no kind of crunch in any of that food. <laughs> any of the, and Textures then the line. all over the place. And why girl. do people act like they just opened? They've been here forever. <laughs> Everyone's like, we've got to get in line. I'm, if I'm not in line... I don't understand. Then what, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, it reminds me of like the COVID vaccine line. Yeah. Like when you're like moving along, you're like, well, yeah. we have to do this. You guys, we're all in it together. Yeah. We're all in the same boat. <laughs> That's how they treat canes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's one big gaslight. 
and I'm not it falling is. for it. I keep going like this. They can't. It's, it looks it's good, girl. It's okay. You yeah. know what? Um, here's the thing about about the food. If I went on a Cane's Big Mac diet, I would be so thin. Can you imagine? <laughs> if that's all, if I was like, I only eat that. Yeah. I would be so thin. Yeah. You couldn't take it. If I just ate <laughs> You'd fall right out of that I chair. I would. You slide I would. into the crack, girl. We could both sit in this chair together. <laughs> together, side yes. by side. Facing forward. We could. That would be me on Panda Express diet. Yeah, you can. Well, what do you get there if you have to get something? If I do, I get double orange chicken. Yeah. And then sometimes it depends. Sometimes I get all fried rice. Sometimes I get fried rice and chow mein. Depends. I have a lot of respect for people that are like, I'm going to have the super greens as the entree. <laughs> and I'm like, well, you're not. You are. <laughs> when they say that, I say, you're not better than me. Right, because you think you are. I hope you don't think I you really are. I already see what you're doing here. <laughs> I have a, I have someone in my family that will, um, if they're like, I remember one time we were like, it was like a painting party or something where somebody had moved in and they had gone out to go get food for everyone. And it was mm-hmm. kind of that storyline where you're like, I'm just going to get like 10 hamburgers yeah. and, or whatever. So they got it and then slipped over to me a salad. And they said, I just was helping you. Uh-oh. Slipped the salad and said, I was helping you. <laughs> You were <laughs> helping you. Some oh, people have audacity. They do. And they don't mind. I think they're um, they're just fortified to believe, like, you know, I, I can cool do whatever. She's cool with it. She's yeah. cool with it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I know more than you do. <laughs> That's me when when I, um, I'm, like, at the airport and I take the escalator and, uh-huh. like, my I, like after our flight and my boyfriend takes the stairs. My boyfriend and my dad do that. I'm like, you're not better than me. You think you're, you're better me, than me, you're not. You're giving me like, all these reasons to never flirt with your boyfriend. <laughs> the canes, yeah. the stairs, the, all the reasons. And he's probably gorgeous, too. I know he is. Oh, he is, oh, girl. Where is he? You can see him back there. He is. Oh, I know him. Yeah, he's a big man, girl. Yeah, he is. <laughs> so me, too. Me, too. Look at Same. That. Is this that place like on the way to Vegas? Yes. Stop it. it. What happens the, over there? The magic <laughs> I see it, and I'm like, why? You're going to get Sinister. arrested for going over there. <laughs> I honestly don't know. We just saw it, and we drove over there. It's not worth it, if I'm being honest with you. Is it the is it an ice cream place, or it's literally no, it's, just rocks? it's just the rocks. Because I always see a thing that says, like, Jimmy's World or something, ice cream. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that kind of looks like yeah, that's, ice cream I think it's called way. Seven Rocks or Seven, I've, something like that. Huh. But you literally park far as fuck, and then you have to walk all the way to the rocks. It's not worth it. Not even a little bit. What's his name? His name is Peely. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> you know what? He owes me shit. He owes me shit. I'll tell him. I'll let him know. He's be- you guys are beautiful together. Thank wow, that's you. beautiful. Thank I you love so that. Much. I love those pictures. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, you know, well, come on. The canes, <laughs> knock it off. All of them. All of it. Stop. But which one is, wh- have you heard that you they have the munchie meals at Jack in the Box? Yeah, girl. I've, I've. You've partaken. partaken. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have. You have. Did I shit myself? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did I enjoy myself? No. No. You don't. There's <laughs> something you can't. You no, can't. you can't. Not everything can be in the same fryer. No. And I but don't they want... make sure they, they, they put it all in the same. Well, the, the, when I really knew that they didn't give a fuck was when they were like, we're just going to throw the churros in there. Yeah. We're going to throw them in with, with the fries. With your tacos. You're fine. And I'm like, you you didn't even, you could have separated it in the little sleeve, like some way. They don't care. I'm and they need thinking... to update their desserts, too. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the kid that's serving me at two in the morning when mm-hmm. I do give in to a munchie meal. Right. That's not... I'm not proud of that choice. No. When no. I make it. When I make it and I commit to it, I'm not proud of it. No. 
It doesn't make me feel good. No. It's just a, it's something I've made peace with. But you're keeping those kids off the street. <laughs> you think about it. You really and are. And that's community service. Yes. That's add selfless yeah. to the list you know of what? reasons. Round my 97 cents up. <laughs> Do it. Round it up. That's for you. That's for you. Don't say I never did nothing, nothing. for you. Nothing. But stop asking for a tip. Ah, damn. If you ask one more time. For a living wage, what else? What else? But why do I have to supplement the living wage? Why do I have to do it? It's true. Why do I? I mean, I will say I'm at a drag show and I'll take them dollars when they come out my way. But I mean, those are those are cash gifts. Yeah. That's different. Those are gifts at your altar. Yeah. Those are gifts at your altar. Yeah. That's how I would see it. Yeah. <laughs> When I'm at a drag show, people are just like, you know what? Give her a dollar. I can't believe she's still making it. <laughs> she made it up the stairs they're twice. Like, they're like, good for wow. you. Good for yeah. you. Encourage her. <laughs> Encourage her. <laughs> okay, let's get into these videos. Okay, so we're talking obviously about drag uh-huh. um, and the art form that it is and how it's inspired so much of popular culture today. And obviously, as we're all, I'm sure, if you're not, you should be aware of. The war on drag right now, Mm -hmm. which is really a smokescreen for attacking our trans community, our trans friends. But they target drag performers, which is cowardly and stupid, which we all know over here. But we're going to watch some videos that are applicable to our topic. For those of you who don't know what we do on the comment section is we bring videos that I was tagged in that apply to our topic today. And then we'll laugh, kiki, have all the fun or get serious, whatever is required. So Love it. In this video, a drag queen at Bowl is reading a children's story to a group of kids. The video subtitles talk about how she could now be arrested and convicted of a felony for hosting this event because of Tennessee's new law that outlaws any form of drag in front of minors, mm-hmm. which was just ruled unconstitutional, by the way, thankfully. However, yeah, it has been a really long road, especially. Mm-hmm. It's been a really tough road yeah. for drag performers and tra- our trans friends, too. Yeah. This entire past, what, year and a half now? It's so weird. You it know, is so I weird. feel like I remember one of my, it's sort of controversial. One of my favorite drag movies is called uh, To Wong Fu, Thanks for Everything, Julie Newmar. Mm-hmm. And I remember that actually being part of the inspiration of what I wanted to do in drag. I loved Love. Vita Boheme. I thought, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, she's so cool and collected. And But I had remembered Patrick Swayze from mm-hmm. Dirty Dancing being this the, the archetype of, of, of uh, virility and, and yeah. masculinity and, mm-hmm. and desire. And um, nobody raised a stink when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. Nobody was upset. Nobody was bothered. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, this is so cool. This is so fun. I don't know if it's because they were trivializing it at the time and they thought this is so impossible mm-hmm. that it's just, you know, a, a fantasy. And it is a fantasy movie. Yeah. And the reason I say it's controversial is because none of those actors were queer people and none of them were drag queens. Yeah. And so people were bothered by that. I personally was not bothered by it. I'm, I'm very much in celebration of it. Uh, in this day and age, would I like to see queer actors playing those queer roles? Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. Um, but, you know, they were risking quite a bit at that time as all three of them. Yeah, absolutely. Action actors yeah you know and people and like masculine like you said so now when i think of like you know drag uh being so dangerous to people as you said it's a smoke screen we get it yeah somebody has to uh be the collateral damage um it's just it's just so transparent that i just feel like the people that perpetuate this you would think at some point they would go 
you're so on to us. Like, yeah. you're so on to us. We look stupid. Yeah. We yeah. look dumb. Now, here's the thing. I don't particularly um, do uh, a dr- drag queen story hour because mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm built for that. I don't yeah. know that I that I have that approach. Yeah. Um, I am 100% on board that there are physical clothing and presentations that would be inappropriate for certain situations. Yeah. And I don't know particularly drag queens that put on those, like, you know, the the silicone breastplate with the yeah. pasty covers. And you're like, come here, I want to read to you. Like, <laughs> I think that's highly inappropriate. Yeah, and I, they know that. Yeah. And that doesn't all, happen. Yeah, and that's highly inappropriate to wear at, uh, you know, on, on the Senate floor if you're invited. <laughs> You know what I mean? I just yeah. saw um, uh, Valentina was just at being recognized for something really, really major by the uh, uh, the uh, uh, the caucus, but I can't remember specifically what region and what it was. Yeah. But she, you know, came in a T-length dress and was covered up and had a beautiful hairstyle because she knew this is appropriate for this occasion. Yeah. I'm being recognized. I don't need to be naked. I'm not embarrassed. Yeah. But this doesn't call for that. Well, like, and you're not stupid like yeah like, like why would you wear that yeah like who who's gonna do like that's right. what i'm saying it's it's nothing more than a smoke screen because yeah. it doesn't make sense and it doesn't factor in agency or autonomy for the queens themselves At like all. you're acting as if all drag queens first of all look the same are the same like act the same what have you but also that they have no brain and no sense yeah. of what's appropriate and what's not and what's like reading the room yeah it's just like you're you're stripping them of all human rights which is just like the right to exist and perform and yeah. work and make money like i don't understand <laughs> like it's just such a it's such a sad thing to focus on especially now mm-hmm. considering how many problems there are in the world right in this country alone right so it's like when like you said you know like we talked about it's a smoke screen but it's also like when you said they like i can't believe that they don't know that okay yeah you're on to me right because it's like okay you're okay fine i just don't want to pay you a living wage right that's why i focus on drag queens because well the hundred percent i mean that's that's all it is is the is the idea that if you keep you know the country is obviously built on greed and fear mm-hmm. yeah and as long as this little tiny group of people mm-hmm. can fool this whole other group of people into believing you two hate each other yeah you then they can just sit back and look and go look at them fight yeah look at them fight. and they're never gonna know and it, i mean everybody in this room everybody outside of this room wants the same fucking thing they want their bills paid Mm -hmm. they want a little piece of land they want to be able to go sit on the the back porch and have a barbecue they want to have their car taken care of they want to have enough to eat yeah listen and then anything above that is gravy yeah if you can have more have more yeah that's wonderful but we can't even just like people what did i just see the other day there was a there was a group of students being threatened to not get their diplomas because they still owed lunch money to the school board. Yeah. Really? That's insane. Really? That that actual amount of money is so, uh, not just at at that school board, but just in general across the board, making sure that all these kids are eating so their parents, you know, some of these kids go to school, that one meal is the meal that day. Yeah, they're they're low-income students on top of that, ironically. Like, they get, they qualify for free reduced lunch. And then they're expected to pay yeah. that back at some yeah. point. 
But we're not holding that accountable because the beer has, you know, uh, (laughs) a rainbow or whatever. And, you know, (laughs) come on. Don't drink the beer. I just can't imagine being so threatened by people that I've never met, Mm -hmm. don't regularly interact with, will Mm -hmm. never see in any (laughs) of the spaces I patron. Right. I will never, ever, ever like, girl. There's no drag shows at Cracker Barrel. You're fine. Right. Relax. And what? What? Like one like, percent of the United States identifies. Yeah. And and it's you, like, that's the one percent. You're who you're going after. That's why I'm. There's saying, no other percentage. Like any of the places you exist or live your life, you will never see trans people there. You'll never no. see drag queens there. You're safe. You're good. Relax. You're good. Like they're not going to the Golden Corral. Like I right, promise you're right. okay, girl. Like right. chill and take solace in the fact that your worldview is so narrow and so shallow that you will never interact with anybody that you're attacking Wait, when did you or so afraid of. That was ye- I think it was like your, so it wasn't 20- recently. No, it you was didn't like go to Vegas recently. No. I think it was like 2018. You need to go to Vegas. I know where there's still three active buffets. I just want you to know. I want people to know this because it happens. I know they think I the love culture's a buffet, gone, girl. but it's not gone. <laughs> I'm not saying that you eat a bunch. I'm just saying I know you're a person who likes to make your own I choices. I love a buffet, and I yeah. do eat a bunch. No, it's you okay. don't. Knock it off. <laughs> you don't. You think you do, but you don't. A girl, I do love to eat. I do be eating. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Have you ever been to Hometown Buffet? I have been to Hometown Buffet. It's not great. It's not. Um, not at all, but I'm someone. And someone people, girl, they love a hometown. Mm-hmm. After every funeral, Hometown Buffet. Yeah. And I've been to hundreds of funerals, which is not a good thing. My family is just that big. Uh-huh. But every every time I go to Hometown, I think of going to a funeral. Mm-hmm. So um, <laughs> this wasn't a good story. It was No, just it a is fact. a great story. <laughs> Um, I used to have a friend, uh, and her name was Sianofa Veumotatolo. Oh, period. And um, she used to tell me that her Samoan family would go to um, hometown and would get there half an hour before breakfast was over yep. and into lunch. And that's and I learned like there's a trick to this. There's a way to do this. Yeah, so you don't have to pay again. Hell yeah! But you stay for the for the meal change. And you don't have girl. to stay all day. You just want your options. Yeah, girl. You get there at eleven thirty time it right by the time you go in it's 11 45 get the breakfast changing the plates time for lunch yeah. and then you stay for six hours yeah yeah i know that is so hip smart. to the game we were probably at the same yeah. hometown yeah <laughs> me and her were probably it. at the same hometown i love it <laughs> okay back to this video so these are some of the comments on the video this one says totally misleading this is not a drag performance you're reading a story is it so hard not to dance in a sexually provocative way around kids mm. I can't tell if that's in support or not. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't really. That's kind of misleading. Speaking of misleading. I mean, you're right. That's not a drag performance. They're right. just in drag reading yeah. something. And why do the same people get so like caught? Like, I don't know. They get caught like you're going to like we're, like the Little Mermaid storyline. Like, yeah. You're really going to get all your rifles and shit geared up. <laughs> And you're like, I'm so upset about this cartoon. <laughs> I'm so mad. I knew Ooh. that the Second Amendment Ooh. was made for this. <laughs> it was made for this. Here's the thing. That makes you so mad you want to pull out a gun? You yeah. got 
bigger yeah. problems up here. I get it. You know? I get it that the country could be attacked and we need to be, uh, you know, we need to have the weapons ready. And stuff, but you don't need to be carrying a wet. Like if you're just a person in, with an apartment, yeah. <laughs> you, you why would you need that? You don't need heavy artillery. Uh, whatsoever. Not, not even a little bit. And then you're stressed out about the drag show. <laughs> I don't want your kids at the show. <laughs> I don't want your kids to come to my show. The, I do I do brunches sometimes, and yeah. sometimes the, whoever's like hosting will come back and they'll go. There's three kids in the front, and they'll and that will change the dichotomy for me. Yeah, because I'm texting the DJ like, please move this number to get that because. For my personal choice, yeah. I don't want those parents to have to answer a question, even though they knew coming in there yeah. that it says this is adult content. Yeah. You may have to answer some questions. I don't want to be part of having them their um, like figure it out and their innocence going. Yeah. Oh, it's okay for me to use that word, or it's okay yeah. for me. I don't like that. I don't like. Well, that. and it's also if you think about it too, like because obviously that's not a practice that's exclusive to you as a drag performer, like. Right. All, I'm sure, drag performers, for the most part, do that. And I think that's also a form of self-protection because yeah. you're like, I'm going to protect myself in the sense that I'm going to prioritize numbers that don't have any sense of vulgarity that can lead to something like that because mm -hmm. I don't want that to fall back on me, which right. it will. Like, if for some reason... Because it happens all the time. Like, they'll take their children to this and they're like, I can't believe there's a, like, they're right. being sexually explicit or whatever, even though they knew going in that that is a possibility. Right. Like, that might implicate you. So that's like an extra layer of emotional labor that drag performers have to be cognizant about, be aware of, worry about their own safety in mm. addition to entertaining and, like, being happy and fun and you know, having it, a good time. It trickles down I would say a little bit, but I but I mean a lot. Um, I you know I'm I'm 47 years old. Maybe I'm 48. I can't even remember if I'm 47 or 48. You look good, girl. Thanks. <laughs> but I um I because I because I, I maybe because I listen to true crime podcasts all the time, so that <laughs> drives me crazy. Yeah. But I don't I don't like being by myself mm -hmm. around anyone's children. Mm -hmm. Even when and I this sounds awful even family. Yeah. Because I don't want anyone to say the kids saw a movie and they just got confused in their mind and they're trying mm -hmm. to correlate something and then I said something funny off color <coughs> to another adult that was passing by and it turns into something else. Yeah. I don't want I don't want any of that because I know that children are extremely impressionable yeah. and maybe they're having something else going on in their lives and they need to speak out about it or whatever. Yeah. I'd rather just not be around. Well, it's another, again, another layer of self-protection. Yeah, and it's, and it's especially now, too, because you have to be even more right. aware than you already have been for the last 20 years you've been doing drag. Right. You've always been thinking about that. Now you have to add extra layers to it because mm -hmm. people are so unpredictable and right. so hateful and so proudly hateful on top of that. Like, when I talk about how I started attacking men who are misogynistic or whatever. Um, a lot of times I say like what I couldn't believe the most was how proud they were to yeah. platform such hateful views on a public space. Like, like where everyone can see them, they can see their face, their government name. It blows my mind. It, it blows. My, I couldn't understand. I was like, I can't believe, like, I know people are hateful. I know people are bigots. I understand that like people, rancid people like that exist, but to see them like, 
laughing and kikiing about it, like finding camaraderie and being bigoted mm-hmm. is insane to me. I couldn't I couldn't even begin to understand. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. So I don't, I get don't it. either. I mean, there's just so many things <clears throat> I feel like in our society that are every, everything is built on the opinion of. Uh, a, a straight man. Mm-hmm. That's that's well, the a straight opinion. white man too. Yeah, specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when we were talking earlier uh, off the top about hair, and I know a lot of women um, in my family the, um, that that hold the opinion, and and I'll hear them having conversations like that. Lady's too old to be having her hair like that. She mm-hmm. should cut her hair. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you need to be blonde. You need to be. You need to be this way. You need. And I'm like, what? Who said how old hair was? They were told how old hair was. Yeah. They were told. And it's now like that they're in their seventies, some in their eighties, in their mind, that's inappropriate. Yeah. Like that you shouldn't do that. And it's sad because I'm like, I don't like when people say, "Well, this is how I was raised." When people say that, it says to me that you're already acknowledging yeah. that you are raised and you now have a chance to change that opinion. Mm-hmm. And that what you think is harmful right. in some way. Right. But but you're not willing to change it. They're still around the 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 men that they knew that mm-hmm. enforced that opinion. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. You want to talk about indoctrination like that's yeah. indoctrination girl. That's the word I was looking for. Thank yeah. you for that. Yeah, it's and it's also um well, it's like it's a it's a very like insidious tactic to um, turn us against each other too, yeah. especially against like cis straight white men because mm-hmm. they understand the power that we have in numbers as marginalized people. Right. And God forbid we find that power. Who knows what will happen to them? Mm-hmm. Which is why they spend their free time balding and then attacking drag performers. <laughs> like they they split up their time between those two things, right? <laughs> and some uh, some of these other comments on here, like this one says, "I'm not afraid," and I'll explain when the child is old enough to understand. It's not your place to discuss sexuality with a child that's not yours. Mm. Okay, so my thing about this too is like. There's this obviously very vitriolic in its nature, but also um, incorrect misconception about drag performers that because, you know, conservative alt-right people mm-hmm. sexualize drag performers or trans people, right, they automatically assume like right. that they are inherently sexual beings and they will right. discuss sex in front of your minor children, mm-hmm. which makes no fucking sense and it's not it's it's unfounded on top of that right but if i i think like that's the biggest form of projection like For you sure. you're sexualizing them they're not sexualizing themselves 100%. they're not sexualizing anyone else you are sexualizing them and that's a you problem babe 100 <laughs> percent. i mean we you know the the, the the examples are right in front of us uh mm-hmm. A beauty pageant for children. Yeah. Um, or uh, or minors on TikTok, like dancing. Minors on TikTok. Or is that your little girlfriend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like, uh, I've even seen like t-shirts with innuendos as like, I'm big daddy. Or I'm, yeah. you know, or mommy stud. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like, first of all, why do you want your kids to grow up so fast? I know. I mean, I I, I have no children. I, I, I think I would probably be way overprotective. I probably wouldn't be a good parent. I think I'm a protective person. I think mm-hmm. I, I'm uh, ethical. But at the same time, you know, parents have a, a, a hard, they have a hard time with, especially now, I mm-hmm. feel like. But 
nobody's trying to indoctrinate your children. I don't want you. I want your kids to be a, a doctor, a lawyer, a makeup artist. Uh, I want them to be whatever they want to be. Yeah. I'm not asking them to like be a prostitute. I'm not yeah. asking them to like or to be a drag performer. And if and if that's who they are, hey, you know what? I, money's money. But yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not talking to nobody under 18. Yeah. But actually, I don't really talk to people under 25. You would honestly, you would be shocked. Like the audience would be shocked, uh, and by that I mean like conservative people would be shocked to know, and they're not watching me. What the fuck? Um, how many drag performers actually don't like kids? They don't want them there. Yeah, they they feel like almost stifled a little bit if they. If they it is stifling because you, you have to like rearrange stuff or or be mindful of stuff like you were just discussing. But a lot of drag performers like don't care to entertain children. Like, right? I, I was and actually, when they do that, a lot of times that's just charity. It's not. It's yeah. Not like a. It's not like a performance. It's not like gonna. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was talking to my friend Topher about that um, when we were writing over about the idea of like story times in general. Mm -hmm. And I think it's necessary, and I think it's wonderful. But I yeah. also think there's certain entertainers that are carved out for that. Yeah. And they. Um. And it's and it's good. You know. Uh, Pride Month, people say, why do you have to shove it down our throats? Why do we Why do we want to see it? Why can't you just do what you do? So basically what that says to me is, mm -hmm. I enjoyed it when I didn't have to acknowledge that you existed. Yeah. But once I had to acknowledge that you existed, and they're like, well, we're straight pride. How come we don't have that? Well, tell me how many countries... That you live that you live in or you know where people live where they could die because of this. Being we straight. We're not doing it because I need to celebrate it. I'm doing it because I want people out there, kids out there, somebody in a small town to mm -hmm. know you are seen. It is visible. I don't need another reason to party. I get free drinks every <laughs> single night. Yeah, girl. I don't go to Pride because I don't want to sweat. Also, do you know how many... How many drag artists are exhausted by the end of Pride? Every Pride month, they are working, girl. I am good. <laughs> I am so good. Yeah. Like if I got a, and I, and I, and well, listen, don't don't take that wrong. If you want to book me, I'm fully available at workdelta at gmail .com. But Period. what I mean is, um, man. Nobody's trying to screw anybody over. No, and the the whole straight Pride thing. I'm like. You're cool with any other day of the year because right. that's for you guys. That's every day. That's for you. That's you can me. always. It's like that. That saying when they're like, uh, when you're marginalized in any capacity, you're never truly alone uh -huh. because there's always a cis straight white person in your fucking yeah. business. Like no, you're never alone. Never yeah. really. <laughs> you're right. Damn, you you're always right. are always in your business at all points of the time of the day. You are right. <laughs> And it's sad. And that's a sad life to live. I cannot imagine. I got too many things going on yeah. to like worry about yeah. like, oh my gosh, what's drag going to be in the next couple months? Like what if drag keep, what if drag performers keep reading to kids? What am I right. going to do? Girl, I don't give a fuck. I'm so good. <laughs> I'm so, so good. I, I encourage, I want, if, if it were up to me, there would be an option for drag performance at any eating yeah. establishment or any establishment that i patron personally yeah that's my wish I'm into it but i'm not the president so what do i know i love your eyebrows oh thank you they're so pretty laminated girl what do you mean they're laminated how does you that go that? oh that's like a perm for your eyebrows they basically oh. go and they put this like i don't know the technical term but it's like they put something on your eyebrows that like lays all the hairs flat so I they look nice and bushy it. thanks 
<laughs> I just wore my natural eyebrows today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All my hair. I have no makeup on at all. Just woke no, up. None. I, just... I knew that you were just... Do you uh, normally heat up the spoon and roll it on your lashes <laughs> yeah. to peel them out? I just... Honestly, when I wake up, I open my eyes and the birds open the windows and they turn on the lights and mm-hmm. then they pull me out of bed and I'm in a nightgown naturally. Uh-huh. I'm With so the lace up here. Yeah. And flannel. Yeah, I'm contoured to the gods. I'm beat down, but I woke up that way. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, the mice wash my body and dress me. Mm-hmm. I think there you was a what, movie about me once. If you ever want to wear blush, but you don't want to use, like, cosmetics, because that's that's the devil. Yeah. Um, you just pinch your cheeks. Oh, yeah, girl. And it brings the blood up. That's what I do. I think I'm too, I think my face is too dark for that. Really? I'll try. Maybe in my winter months. Maybe you don't have any blood. <laughs> Well, we did say earlier I'm a vampire, so yeah. that could be why. That's what it is. Yeah. I do burn when I walk in the sunlight, so maybe that's what that is. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't really think to ask my doctor last time I saw him. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. We're all guilty of spacing out from time to time, and Rockstar totally gets that, which is why they've released the all-new Rockstar Focus, made with lion's mane and 200 milligrams of caffeine for an energy and mental boost. Plus, it's available in three delicious zero-sugar flavors. My favorite being the white peach, babe. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Ignore the unschooled skeptics. In terms of career, accounting is the way to go. We're talking flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. If this sounds like what you're into, Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more, live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. Okay, so as we come to the end of this, um, what would you say? What would you say to someone who's maybe, maybe in a small town and like feels like with all of this like looming doom above mm-hmm. the LGBTQIA plus community as a whole? Like, what what's your best piece of advice for like something for them to like hang on to, something mm-hmm. to remind themselves of, and like, you know, why? You know, it's so important that they're here. So, mm-hmm. like, what what would you want to say? Trouble like this doesn't last for long. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. This is this is not new. This is just uh, in a new, Fault. literally type of drag. Yeah. You know, um, when I was coming up, uh, I can remember uh, in in like definitely in the eighties. But for me, I could vis- I could see it in my eye line, in my B line in the nineties. When everyone was so afraid of AIDS. What is mm. AIDS? What is it? Just stay away from those people. And mm-hmm. there was TV shows that would talk about it. And there was just, it, it wouldn't exist. And then when Magic Johnson came on to like the scene about it, it was like, oh, it's okay now. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. You're, you're, you'll be fine. And then, um, then, no, then it seems like everybody for a couple of decades, everybody was loving drag. Oh, drag is fun. Drag is silly. Mm-hmm. Drag is light. And then, as things started to change again politically, like mm-hmm. it'll it'll go away. It'll, oh, they always will. find another it'll, target. They'll huh? find something else. Mm-hmm. And if you're somewhere and you see it, and and you're you know in a place where it's just you, because mm-hmm. that's that I think that's a lot of people where it's just them. Yeah. Uh, you have to have your faculties about you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. You have to know um, when to hold and when to fold. And what I mean yeah. by that is, there are just certain places like I I grew up 
and I still do code switch sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll be at a place where I know that like you can't be talking like that. And mm-hmm. I hate to say it. I fucking hate to say it because it's disgusting. Yeah. But to survive mm-hmm. is the number one thing. Yeah. Because you have to survive before you can thrive. And I'm saying, I know you want to speak out and you want to be loud and proud. And I need you to be able to do that. But in order to do it, you can't do it in every situation because sometimes mm-hmm. there's somebody looking at you. Because I see at Pride, yeah. you know, you'll see these kids running around with flags and they're so excited. They're good in the confines of those fences. Yeah. Then they got to get on a bus and ride home and they mm-hmm. roll up that flag yeah. and they tuck it in their pocket because someone's going to say something to them. Yeah. And they're going to get a little tired from being at the festival and they're going to fall asleep and someone's going to take advantage. And it happens all the time. And it's horrible. And it's fucking gross. Yeah. Because that takes horrible. nothing from you. No. Just to leave somebody alone. Yeah, absolutely. And I, too, I also want to say that people like you are so important. Like mm-hmm. how visible you are and how proud you are, but also how public you are. Like for decades long now, you've been in the industry Thanks. for so long, but people like you and everyone else within the community is so important. Like that's why I'm I'm so happy to lend my platform to all drag performers of any kind, but also it means the world that you do. I'm so happy to do it because I feel like well, first of all, y'all inspire me. Like <laughs> and you make me want to be a better person. You make me wow. you make me feel brave and courageous. Wow. Especially in times like now. So I'm really thankful for performers like yourself and everyone else within the community because I feel like it's just a different kind of light and warmth that wow. you get. And I'm happy to be to bear witness firsthand, yeah. but I'm happy to be an ally in whatever way I can. So I'm so thankful that. for people like you. I'm so I thankful for that. drag. It is just one of the greatest art forms I've ever known. So I'm I happy feel like I, I love that. I, I, it feels great to hear, but I, I mm-hmm. feel like I take inspiration in what I do from so many different types of women. Yeah. Because, you know, I read this sign up here that is so true. Women don't owe you shit. (laughs) But women have given us so much. Mm -hmm. It's from whence we come. Yeah. And so um, to not champion, to not, uh, um, you know, be in the very front of that chariot. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, And say... Protect, yeah. encourage, support, respect. Mm-hmm. Allow, like, I, allow isn't even a term to me for that. Allow what? Like, that's that's already going back into that uh, sort of brainwashing yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, and it really is. You know, I was, um, I found myself uh, it, it, talking to uh, some some women the other day in a podcast, and I I was talking over and over and over, and I said, "Is it still mansplaining if I'm in drag?" Because I felt like. <laughs> They fucking know what you're saying. Yeah. Let it go. <laughs> they got it. And I don't mean to like go over and over and over, but it yeah. but it's true for me who I don't feel like I've built a character. Mm-hmm. I feel like I am there is part of me that is very dual. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and and I and I think that, you know, am I comfortable am I more comfortable in this than something else? No, I love to be in my cargo shorts and my T-shirt that has a massive hole in it and, and mustard stains because that's who I am. Yeah. But I'm also this. Yeah. Do I want to be in this all day? Absolutely not. But <laughs> you don't want to be in boots all day either. That's strictly comfort. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, but I like, I like presenting it, and I definitely know that every woman I meet mm-hmm. has some story and some inspiration to me. I mean, unless you're really gross and like right wing and like yeah, pick me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And kiss my ass. Yeah. Right Same. in the back. Same. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for thank coming you. on this the show. This has been so today. much fun. You are this. amazing. I thought we were just I thought we were just gonna like sit here and like like you were gonna let me read guys with you, <laughs> which I would do. Yeah. When you go off, like I'm like, thank God. I know. So people never know what to expect. I love being but, able to see you on like TikTok and stuff, and you're like Sometimes you're like fully done up and sometimes you're like just talking like like in the moment. And yeah. like I love all of that. I love that you present. God, I'm so tired of people thinking like you have to present a certain way. Yeah. Like if you don't have your makeup on or you yeah. don't have the girl. I'm a, I'm a big fuggo on the Internet and I'm proud of that. That's why when I meet them in real life, when I meet people in real life, they're like, oh, my God, you're so much prettier in person. Hey, that's mean. Hey, that's wow. rude. And thank you so much for the support. Girl. Do people say that to all you? the time? Stop girl. it! I swear to God, that's my most. Other than like, oh my God, you're so tall or so big, whatever. Uh -huh. um, they always say like, you're so much prettier in person. Ew. Love. Uh, <laughs> Ew. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Thank you so much. They're like, yeah. When I saw you online, I thought you were a big fuggo, but turns out you're oh, not. Thank you. Oh my God, congrats. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. So I, I try to, I take inspiration from what you do when with your comments. In the sense that sometimes, and I don't do it all the time, but sometimes I'll pull one mm -hmm. and I'll put it in my story and I'll tag the person. Oh, period. And I'll let everybody know this is what this person said to me. Not be, and I'm not offended. Like it doesn't hurt my feelings. It hurts my sensibilities. I feel why you. did you do that? <laughs> what was the reason for that? I did don't you get I'm what you confused. wanted. Yeah, like why would you think that one, one person said uh, this person should be called Delta No Work because I've been to her show before. She doesn't lip sync. She doesn't dance. She just gets money for being hair, boobs, and teeth. And I was like, okay. that sounds like work. To yeah, me. girl. But I was like, I don't even give you a lip sync. Like, and I said, this guy's not altogether lying. I don't dance. <laughs> But I think I give you a high quality romance. I, like, think I think so. It's something it's, like it's the fantasy. And then he's tried to. I said, "Baby, I see the bubbles coming up and down. Just stop it. I yeah. see you typing and editing yourself. Yeah. Fuck off." Yeah, girl. I, I tell people when they're like, "How do I deal with hate?" I'm like, "Well, what helps me is to first look at my bank account." <laughs> yeah, that helps. That always helps. Mm -hmm. Um, second, I just go and look at what they look like. Right. I feel better already. You know and what I mean? Look at these pictures, and then I look at my man, and then I look at my life, and how awesome and amazing Dang. it is, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even look over here. <laughs> look at that one. I know he's so handsome. It's disrespectful, I think. Is this a wrap dress or a towel? What do you got? On? It's a wrap dress. That's cute, <laughs> girl. The way that like, it's so uh, like bad for my brand that I'm like so in love with a man. So bad for my it's brand. It's not. It's actually perfect. <laughs> I think it suits me well. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's one of the good ones. Yeah. Not all men. Not all men are bad. They all suck. They, they, all, they all are. They're all bad. It's okay. Everyone's no, guilty not. until proven otherwise. That's true. I, I like say that. that all the time. I like that. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining me on this episode of the Comment Section Show. Thank you so much to my amazing guest, Delta Work, for being here. Okay. Where can everybody find you? Um, you can find me on um, mostly on Instagram. Mm -hmm. um, you can um, check out my podcast, Very Delta, from Mom and Forever Dog. And then you can also check me out on Fierce Rivalries from Sony and something else. <laughs> Love, 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 love. Make sure you all go support Miss Delta Work. She's an icon in Thank the drag you. world and in the world of entertainment as a whole. So please make sure you go support her. Don't forget, you can stream new episodes of the Comment Section Show every Wednesday. They are exclusively on Spotify. And I'll see you next week. Bye.